On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling, I talk with Mikkel Gardner from Finn and Vince. We talk about why it's incredible to have a Facebook group, and we talk all about why it's important to do what you're good at and hire out the rest. I think that you guys are going to get a lot out of this episode. Do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. We walk you through the same process that we use to run marketing campaigns online at scale for our clients. This blueprint isn't for brand new businesses without market proof. It isn't for businesses without long-term goals. This is for businesses who want to scale up their paid advertising and need a roadmap to profitability. If you want to save yourself the time, the money, and the energy, and learn from people who have already done it, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint and sign up today. Now for today's episode. Mikkel, welcome. I am here with uh, Mikkel Gardner from Finn and Vince. Welcome. Hi, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it's great to have you. Um, why don't you tell us um, a little bit about uh, your company? Give me the, the 30 second pitch. Yeah, so we do baby and kids wear. We were established back in 2015 and we kind of specialize in like sustainable heirloom style quality wear for mostly boys. That's kind of where we started our demographic just because I have two boys of my own and my business partner has three boys. So that's kind of how we began just because it was really hard to find cute boy clothes and then it kind of just grew from there. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Uh, like I, I was telling you before, like my wife and I, you know, own a clothing company and we're much more heavy on the yeah. girl side of things. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. people, people are like always reaching out. Yeah, totally. People are always reaching out like, Oh, can you guys make some more boy stuff? Well, now we have a six week old, uh, who's a boy. Oh, that's so awesome. I'm yeah. sure, I'm it's sure harder. that. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, I'm sure she'll start designing for for the boy, the boy side. So yeah, I think that's kind of how it goes. You just style like for what your own kids and then, yeah. 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 That's, that's awesome. Yeah. If, if uh, like listeners out there uh, haven't checked you guys out, um, it's, it looks like really, really like high quality stuff that you guys are making. Yeah. Yeah. Um, was so it's there... like sustainably made. Go ahead. Oh yeah, that's okay. I, I, I think this is probably getting into what you were going to say as w- was there a particular like pain point or problem that you guys were trying to solve? Uh, yeah. In the beginning, we really struggled with manufacturing and finding a good fit of a factory. And okay. so we've moved factories a few times and had some like big disaster. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure. I think everyone kind of has a story now that I get talking to other brands about something that's happened, but um, once you've been doing it a while, I feel like you just get better contacts and we started going to trade shows and kind of meeting new people. And we finally came in contact with a really good fit for us in Portugal, which really works well because my business partner is Portuguese. And so oh. we just fly there twice a year and we do our whole collection in a week while we're there. And that's kind of what we just started doing this past year. And I think our quality has gone up a lot and that's, this last year has been our biggest year of growth. So I would say it's mostly due to our factory and yeah, the quality of the clothing. Awesome. That's, that's incredible. So uh, you guys have um, footwear as well. Is that all made in Portugal as well? Yes. Yeah. We just started doing that with our new factory. It's kind of like a medium company where they can do um, all your stuff in house, like your tech packs. They do 
of product photography and they kind of reach out to factories. So we just have a lot bigger span of things that we can do now since they have contacts with like shoe factories and I mean, cool. home accessories, anything, you know, like that. So. Yeah. Super cool. That's awesome. Um, at what point did you know that this company, um, Finn and Vince was going to grow? Um, I think in the beginning, we always saw the potential for the style just because I think we both felt it was lacking in the baby world, like I said, with boy clothing. Um, and then we also kind of wanted to bring a little bit of the European style into it since she's European and they have a more distinct style in Europe for babies. And I think probably year, the past, I would say two years ago, it kind of started taking off. And we started solving some of those factory issues and it started growing. And I would say I saw the most growth when we started our Facebook group and then getting feedback from customers and kind of thinking, oh, this could be, this could be big, you know? Super interesting. I had uh, an interview um, that I did last week um, and that's uh, basically what she said was their, their growth trajectory was starting a Facebook group as well. Um, yeah, for sure. It's yeah, I, I think it's amazing building being able to build uh, kind of a community around um, around your brand. Um, what else can can you talk a little bit more about why like why is the Facebook group so amazing for you guys? Yeah, so when someone asks me like the key or not the key, but one of the things that led us to success, I always say the Facebook group first um, because I think it just allows you to engage with your customers and kind of makes them feel part of the brand and make them feel a connection to the brand and to you as like owners. And it kind of just gets, builds the hype of products and like launches and then they're more excited to buy from you. And I think it just heightens their experience altogether. And then they're more willing to tell their friends and it's just grown from there. So and then we kind of try to get them um, also like involved with things if we know we're doing like a new collection will say, what colors do you guys want to see and kind of propose questions to them. And that's something that they've really enjoyed as well. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. What other sort of questions do you guys ask or like, like how do you get, uh, like, do you use like conversation starters within the group? Um, yeah. So like we're doing a collaboration with like a doll company next week, which I know a lot of them are familiar with in the group. So we asked them which doll they wanted to see the collaboration with. Do you want, because they make animals. It's a, they make like bears and we just asked them which animal they wanted to see. And then there's been times where we brought up like old prints that we've done, like on fabric that have been favorites or we'll see, it's also like a BST group. So like buy, sell, trade. So they'll, you can sell oh, okay. your so old fin and vent. You allow that within, within, well. within the group as well, hey? We do. Okay. We do okay. for now. Um, because it does build, I feel like it builds um, kind of the hype a little bit. And then if we see like something, like people will put in search of pictures, so they'll put a picture from like something we made like three years ago and they'll be like, I'm dying to have this piece. And then sometimes we use that and be like, we should recreate this. If we see a lot of people commenting on it and then people just get really excited and like happy that you're listening totally. and they're excited that they can get something that they've been like after for a while. So. Yeah, that's awesome. How do you get people into the group? So it's just private right now. Um, and I think in the beginning, we did like some swipe ups on Instagram, like come join our group. We do special deals or um, don't forget, I'll talk about the VIP group in a minute that we created in there. But yeah, for in the beginning, it was just swipe ups. And now we don't really promote it at all. 
every once in a while someone messages me and says, how can I get this VIP pass? Cause they've heard about it. Okay, and I just cool. tell them we give them away in our Facebook group. Okay, nice. Uh, do you want to tell me about that? What's this VIP yeah. pass? So we just started doing a VIP pass for launches because we have some items that will sell really quickly. And we're kind of, it's a struggle to keep up with the growth because you have to order things like six months in advance. So it's kind of hard to predict your growth. And so we've had some items that will sell out quickly and we've created a VIP group in, so we only share the link in our Facebook group and they can go buy a pass. It's like $10 per, for each launch and they get to shop the collection like 10 or 15 minutes early. And then that price of the pass also includes like their shipping. So it's not really like oh, extra money okay. on their nice. part, but they just get to shop it a little bit early and yeah, that's done really well. So. Uh, where did you get that idea from? That's a really, really good idea. Well, we've seen a few other brands that do like a loyalty program. Um, but I just feel like me personally as a shopper, I'm not like wanting to spend something like where it's like a monthly fee or an annual fee where this is more just like, Oh, I know I want something from this next drop. I'm going to buy the VIP pass, but I don't have to buy the VIP pass for the next launch. So that's just for me as a customer, I feel like is more, um, what's the word? I just feel like I would like that, that set up better. Yeah. That's, that's super cool. I really like that. So how, how big is your group? Um, I think it's like 3000 people. Now. Okay. So it's not, not even, so not even that no. big of a group. Like I'm assuming, no. you, I think you guys have a lot more followers like on Instagram and Facebook. Is that right? Yeah. We have like 160,000, something like that. But <laughs> isn't that funny? I thought that a 3000 <laughs> and like, so how do you, how do you track? How do you know that, that the Facebook group is actually being effective? Uh, just by feedback and like I'll post like links in the group and it gets more comments and more feedback than like when I post on Instagram. Oh, totally. I mean, maybe that has to do with like the Instagram algorithm and all that. But um, I think it's just more of a, you know, people are asking questions about their kids. They're sharing photos. Uh, they're like genuinely excited to show, share a picture of their baby wearing our stuff. And then other people see it and they're like, Oh, I need that too. And I, it's just like a community that we've built. Yeah. And we haven't had too many issues with drama or the BST side of it. I've heard of other brands. Once it gets bigger, they start to have issues and have to have more administration, but we haven't got to that point yet because we've kept it small and private, which I think is kind of key. It makes it feel more exclusive. Yes. And so, totally. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Um, cool. Uh, what is the best marketing campaign that you have run? Marketing. So you mean like advertising, like Facebook ads, things like that? Uh, whatever, 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 but yeah, just in general, but, and besides the Facebook group kind of stuff, like, like what's the best campaign, um, that you guys have run? So we don't do like a lot of like paid advertising or things like that, but I think our customers really like when we collaborate with other brands. Okay. Um, there's, there's a sling company who we did a collaboration with, I want to say a year ago. Yeah. And they make baby slings and they have a really big community. And so that's kind of someone that we look up to and their business. And so we did a collaboration with them with like the same fabric. And I think oh, that's cool. just a really good way to, um, build awareness and get your, or target your market. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, I think that's a great idea to be able to, um, 
you know, different brands, brands that do completely different things, but are serving a similar customer to be able to leverage each other's customers um, yeah. just makes so much sense. Yeah. That's great. What, what was that sling company's name? It's Wild Bird. Wild Bird. Okay, cool. Awesome. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit more, a uh, little bit more about marketing, internet marketing. Um, what what has been the the role of the internet um, in building your brand? So social media is our main source of marketing, and then I would our newsletter as well. Okay. Um, apps have been really helpful, and using some marketing tools where you don't have to like physically get onto Facebook and create an app where it kind of just will do it for you based on your demographics, if that makes sense. Okay. Interesting. What, what, what is that app? So we use Shopify for our website and I just yeah. found a email marketing app that's called, I think it's called, I don't know how to pronounce it, but Saguno. So it's okay. S-E-G-U-N-O. Yeah. And that's where we do our email marketing from. And then I recently, just like this past couple weeks, found an app called Kit yep. that integrates. I don't know if you, have you heard of Kit? Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely heard of Kit. Yeah. Yeah. That integrates with us, you know, and I really, really enjoy that app because it will just text me on my phone and say, do you want us to send out those thank you letters? Do you want us to send out a newsletter for a blog post? And so totally. I really, that's probably my favorite new app that we've gotten. So that's yep. kind of where our email marketing goes out from there. And we usually just send emails when we have sales and like new launches and things like that. But I'm, that's mostly because we're so spread thin with our jobs right now. I just don't have time to send out like regular emails. So those things help me a lot. Awesome. Um, going into your email marketing a little bit, like what, uh, so, so you send out during sales. Um, is there anything else you wish you could do like in, in that time? Like, like, like what else would you send to your list? Um, we do, we try to do some blog posts and like collaborate with like influencers and things like that. So sending out more blog posts, more content for just moms and kind of like the community, like Facebook, but on our blog. Totally. And have then you, I would like, oh, go ahead. Oh, I, I was just going to say, sorry to step on you there. Um, have you been like, have you gotten people onto your, into your group through your email list? We'll get right back to the episode, but first, do you feel frustrated trying to scale your business online? Do you wish that there was an easier way? Imagine if you had a proven roadmap to take your online marketing from costing you to making you money. That's why we've created the Profitable E-Commerce Blueprint. You can find out more at mindfulmarketing.co slash blueprint. Now back to today's episode. I think we, when we first opened it, yeah, we did a quick link for the Facebook group. Okay. Probably nice. one time. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to know how often to, to email your list, right. Without, without, you know, them yeah. wanting to unsubscribe. I, I personally think unsubscribes are great. Um, if they don't want to hear from you, um, then, then don't like, you shouldn't be paying to have them on your list. Yes, I agree. Right. So. Agree. Cause um, we used to use a different email marketing and when we switched over, I kind of weeded out all the people who weren't clicking because yeah, you paying money usually per subscriber. And if they're not ever clicking on anything, then it's kind of like ghost followers on Instagram. <laughs> like oh, totally. Just, yeah. They just sit there, you know, like a ghost. Yeah. So, and it, it does really ruin, on, I know on Instagram, it ruins your reach, right? When you don't have that engagement from people. For um, sure. Yep. It's, it's too bad you couldn't weed those kind of 
<laughs> those kind of followers on Instagram. But good, I mean, good for you that you've that you've taken that next step. And I feel like there's a lot of brands who haven't done that next step, where you know they have a big Instagram following, but it doesn't make the same kind of difference as having that like really tight, um, like like you know the the three thousand person Facebook group compared to yeah. like your one hundred and sixty thousand followers. It's uh yeah yeah it's just a different relationship that you have with those people. Yeah, I agree. And what's funny is when we do launches and things like that, sometimes there's been one time where we gave our Facebook group a link to everyone to shop early. We didn't like make them buy the VIP pass. We just let them. Sometimes we'll do that just as like a thank you for being like an insider on our Facebook group. And I think it was like 90% of our sales came from that first, you know, from the Facebook group. So Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Um, so it's kind of like just taking from your followers, like all the people that are actually purchasing and actually commenting and liking and just putting them into one place. So. Yeah, 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 totally. And then the great thing is that there's all this social proof throughout, like within the group itself too, right? Where it's yeah, like, oh yeah. man, all these other people love Finn and Vince. Like that's amazing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And once one person you'll post about the hype, like I have to have this, but I can't find it. Then other people... Like, oh, they have to have that. I need that too. Yeah, <laughs> so it's totally. kind of funny. We kind of <laughs> giggle about it sometimes, but yeah. I, I didn't even know I needed sure. that, but I, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's uh, easier with baby clothes because anytime you see a baby in clothes, you need everything. I don't know. Oh, totally. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> it's incredible. So, so this is like the, the niche that we work in um, almost exclusively is with uh, companies that, that are kind of like yours. And it's incredible. It's it's so much easier to sell baby, uh, like just baby items in general. People just have, they Uh somehow now have this like unlimited budget to spend (laughs) on their kids. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Not like they wouldn't spend on themselves, you know? Oh yeah. uh, Well, this kind of brought up something else that Sarah and I were talking the other day. Um, we did like a photo shoot a year ago and we had these like baby alpaca sets that came out last winter. So 2018, and our kids were both in size 12 to 24 months. So that's the size samples we got because we just like to try them on first. So we had that age of kid at our photo shoot. And when we listed them on the website, that size sold out in like five minutes. Oh, really? And yeah, then yeah, yeah. We come ba- Yes. Come back to this year and we redid the same set, but we used zero to three month sizes at the photo shoot, which we couldn't, it, we, it took us forever to get rid of those zero to three month sizes last year. And this year, the zero to three month sizes sold out the quickest. So I think (laughs) photo shoots is definitely the best thing to invest. Yeah. Yeah, totally. We had an episode a little while ago with um, Sabrina from the over company. Um, Uh And uh, I don't know if you know the the over company, but um, uh, she was saying that um, the biggest uh, the biggest game changer for them was they actually just hired a photographer in-house um, so that they can just have more and more content um, because it's true. Yeah. People just need to see it on their kids or see it in for a photo. Sure. And they're like, Oh yeah, I love this. This is so good. Yep. And every se- we have a lot of products, so it sometimes is difficult, but every season we will have like one item that we changed from the sample. So it wasn't in the shoe or we can't use those photos. And then that's the item that fits in the store the longest. Yeah. The yeah. in-house photographer is awesome. It is a little difficult. We're in, I live in a really, really small town in Utah. I mean, it's like farmer's town. And so finding like an in-house photographer is a little difficult, but Sarah actually does all of our products, like flat lay photos, which oh, is okay. the best on social media for us. And she does all those. So. Awesome. Does she use like a specific tool to do those flat lays? 
No, she just uses Photoshop to edit and yeah, just her camera. Okay, cool. She has um, like a white, she has an, an old home and so she's got white wood flooring. So she just does them on her floor. And that's kind of like the style of our brand anyways, like antique and vintage. So it works really well. Oh, awesome. That's, that's amazing. Um, wow. I feel like we're, <laughs> we've gone on so many good tangents right now. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is great. Uh, so if you could go back to when you first started, uh, is there anything that you'd do differently? I mean, I feel like we kind of learned a few things like the hard way, but it also helps you learn them more quickly. So I don't know if I would do anything differently just because we've learned how to be more specific with our factories and kind of like what we like and what we don't like. And it kind of led us to this great factory that we have now. So I'd probably say no. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Good. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to like learn the lessons, right? Like that's, yeah. there's, there's no other way around it. Um, what yeah, and Sarah and I, neither, neither of us went to business school. So everything was kind of just learning curve from the beginning. So maybe I would choose like going to business school before. So I like knew some of the tips and tricks, but yeah, that's about it. I, I, I agree to a certain extent, but I, I feel like tactically it's what, I don't know what you learn in business school that you don't learn just making mistakes. That's true. Right. Yeah. Like, you do. You lost what I kind of like what I was thinking. Like, yeah, you just learn them quicker too. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you guys have like, you know, anybody that you run ideas by? Do you have like a mentor? No, we don't. I mean, I listen to like a lot of podcasts. My husband's really into like, you know, Joe Rogan and uh, Gary Vee. So he'll yeah. always send me things like that. And yeah. Yeah. I feel like podcasts are, and I've said this a million times, it's like free consulting, right? Like yeah. You, yeah. you have these people who, you know, put out great content, um, and most times just for the sake of, of educating people. So yeah, that's great. That's fine. Podcasts sure. are your mentor. <laughs> yes, that's my mentor. Uh, okay. I'm going to ask you the, because this is secrets to scaling online. What is your secret to scaling? I would say do what you do best, hire out the rest. Awesome. I think that's going to be the episode title. I think that's, uh, that sounds great. <laughs> Love it. Uh, that's awesome. Um, what advice would you give to somebody just starting out? Say they've, they just have kind of, you know, one product. Um, they're just starting out, starting to gain a little bit of a following. What advice would you have for them? I think in the beginning, I was talking to my friend who just was starting a brand this last weekend. We were at a show in San Diego and she was kind of having all the factory issues and realizing, you know, you're very spread thin in the beginning. Cause I did say, do what you do best, hire out the rest, but you know, you can't hire out too quickly on everything. So you're doing a lot of different jobs and it's kind of just going to be crazy if you can just stick in there through that first year or two. Um, it's just, that's what sets you apart from the other people is just hanging in there because everyone has issues and everyone's going to have these like crazy stories from when they're starting out. And I think that's just kind of part of the gig. And if you can just make it past those humps and get past that difficult part, you learn so much and then you can start to really grow from there. Awesome. Awesome. Great, great advice. Uh, this has been an awesome interview. I feel like I, uh, it, I feel like every interview that I do, I'm learning um, stuff and, and getting great perspectives. So thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for um, having me. Yeah. We, we still have the lightning round here. 
So okay. don't, don't leave quite yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, you, you did mention a couple before, but first question is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now. I would still say the kit that I talked about earlier cool. just because it's so quick. Yeah. And I think that's kit app. Um, we'll put a, we'll put it? a link yeah. in the show notes. Yeah. For, for that. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, let's go with what's your favorite podcast right now. Uh, I like Gary V a lot. I, I'd have to Google what his exact show is called. I, th- I think it's called the Gary V experience. I'm, yes. I'm, I'm yes. pretty sure. The Gary V audio experience. That's oh, is that what? Okay. Okay. Awesome. Good. Yeah. I've gotten so much wisdom over the years from listening to Gary V. Like, um, you know, he's a little like harsh and brash, but like, yeah. uh, man, he's got good, uh, good advice. My husband has a similar personality to that. So I tend to be drawn towards that kind of personality. I also have a friend um, who is a blogger and also a therapist okay. that started a podcast. Uh, her name is Christy Powers and her podcast is called Sure Babe. And that's kind of more on just like the mom side of thing, balancing things and kind of more therapy, calm. I don't know. I really like listening to her. So everyone should tune into her podcast as well. Cool. Awesome. That's Sh- Sure Babe. Yep. Okay. Like, but said with like attitude. <laughs> yeah. With attitude for sure. Sure, babe. Sure, babe. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, and then who's a founder that you look up to? We did talk about Wild Bird a little earlier. Um, her name is Taylor. She's the founder and she's just a great person. I love how she runs her business. I love the community she's created. So I would say Taylor from Wild Bird. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. And where can people find uh, out more about you? Um, So we have just our website, finandvince.com, or you can shop. And we have like a little about me section. And then our Instagram is just the same, finandvince. And then I have my personal Instagram where I kind of post about the balancing things and more about my family. And that's MikkelMG. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. It was really, really great to talk to you. And uh, yeah, I think people are going to get a lot out of this one. So uh, really appreciate you. Uh, you coming on here. Yeah, I've had a lot of fun. Maybe I'll do these more. I was kind of scared. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad that you did it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Secrets to Scaling Online. If you're loving what you're hearing, subscribe to our podcast and share this with a friend. No, seriously, share it with a friend. No, if you don't, I'm going to find you and I'm going to make you profitable. Got it? No, seriously, 